Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling and Loving It podcast. I'm your host, Jamie, your friend at homeschool.com and homeschool mom of six. Join us as we keep it real and chat about the ups and downs of this amazing adventure we call the homeschool life. So grab a cup of your warm favorite and a comfy chair and let's get started. Hi everyone and welcome back to homeschool.com's homeschooling and loving it podcast. We are we are on episode 41 this week and today we are talking about virtual internships. Typically homeschool high school students take advantage of internships um, to help them determine if a career choice is a good fit for them or to get hands-on experience in a particular career field. But today we are finding all kinds of limitations as far as social distancing and the quarantine measures. And so those internship opportunities are maybe just not as available as they used to be. To talk with us about virtual internships is our guest, Jane Ferris. Hi, Jane. Hi, Jamie. Jane is joining us today from Pennsylvania. And I always love finding out where our guests are from because it just makes the whole world seem just that much smaller. Dr. Jane Ferris, excuse me, has spent nearly 20 years in the field of education with experience in both brick and mortar, as well as blending learning environments. And she's currently the Dean of Students at Laurel Springs School. She's recently been involved in coordinating a virtual internship program at Laurel Springs for high school students during the pandemic. And so we are thrilled to have joint, jo- excuse me, we are thrilled to have Jane join us today. <laughs> Good alliteration. Oh, I know. There's a lot of J's right there. We're glad you're here today. And I really like to ask my guests how they got started on the career path that they've chosen and kind of their journey to where they are today and what they're doing. And so what brought you to the field of education, because we all know that that's not just something that we just randomly do. That is a calling. (laughs) It takes special people. And so then share with us some things you're passionate about right now. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. And thank you for including myself in your program today in our school and and a chance to share about what we're offering and exciting opportunities. So I am a product of a mother who was very passionate about education and not to sound cliche, but I was that little girl who had the classroom in her basement with the stuffed animals and the chalkboard. And my mom would bring home the answer key books that had the red answers. And I felt so special with my piece of chalk and those answer key books back in the, the early 80s. And so as we think about um, that, that background of valuing education, and as I started to look at the teachers around me and how much they cared for it, it seemed like a really noble profession and one where I could truly make a difference. And so I was very eager. It was exactly what I applied to college for, went off to college studying education. And I was sitting in a classroom at Penn State and I was listening to a professor talk about this new way of of educating called charter schools. And I was really intrigued by it. And there was a meeting in the evening to hear from a panel that were working in charter schools. And I had mentioned to my mom, oh, do you know about, oh, I don't know, she's a public school teacher, I don't know. And I thought, well, I'm gonna gonna go hear it because I am someone who 
I like to look at things a little bit differently. The creative side of me, I'm left-handed. So I think that, you know, my, my creative gene is there and, and thinking about problem solving a little bit differently. So I went and I listened, was intrigued and uh, graduated early, went and saw the world, so to speak, a little bit and came back and found a charter school with some openings that was brand new and looking for innovation. And so I jumped right in there, fell in love with the school, with the students, the families, the community and and again being able to look at learning in a way that excites students so I was there for a little bit and then I was um, shared into a concept for gifted talented learning for students in a really dynamic hands-on real-world way that treats them much like college students. Uh, it was the early uh, 2000s, mid 2000s I guess it was, and we were talking about uh, this idea of blended. So online instruction, which Laurel Springs School, where I currently work, starting to, to turn the corner on 30 years of online learning. And when we think about mid-2000s online learning in the state of Pennsylvania, where I am, as you said, was, was coming into play. And so we looked at how could we bring students to a physical location, but also give them the opportunity of that online to expand and explore on their own. And so I was there, and it was actually in my work there that I started to work a lot with homeschooling families who were looking for both that uh, social face-to-face -face component, while also that flexibility to have their student with them where they might be, and then also moving at a pace that really worked for them. And so in my time there, I really enjoyed that opportunity to develop the program and then lead it for several years. And then the time came as it is, someone who's always looking to grow and learn new things, I found Laurel Springs School. And I was really excited by the idea of personalized learning and flexibility and this idea of international exposure. Families around the world looking for something that my little pocket of Pennsylvania had found and how could I support those students and their parents and also build and grow programming, which I've come to learn over the years I really like. And then in my time here, turning on uh, the end of five years with Laurel Springs here, had the opportunity to grow some programming, which includes why I'm here with you today, our postgraduate program, which has uh, just started in August of 2020. We launched our postgraduate program and it has an internship component, which we're excited to share about. All right, very exciting. So that actually brings us to our topic at hand, which is virtual internships. Um, so can you help our listeners understand more clearly what a virtual internship is and how that actually helps a homeschool high schooler? Great question. So when we think about an internship, whether it's on-site or virtual, it's the same idea, right? It's a student who I either am really passionate about something or I'm interested in things and I'm not really certain how that could come to fruition to being a career or I am being told I need to narrow down, but I like so many different things. And so it gives them a space to try. I will share, I was in middle school and I was a Girl Scout and I had an opportunity to do those um, days of work where you would go in and shadow. And I thought, you know, I really wanna be an interior designer. It sounded a really interesting um, there may have been some TV shows on at the time that had fashion, uh, interior designers, so I was kind of intrigued. And so I went and I spent a day there, and I remember thinking to myself, okay, I'm creative. 
but fashion and color, not, not putting that together. It's not, not my thing, not my strength. And then a year later, again, same opportunity. And I thought, I like to lead. I like to manage. I love to travel. What if I was a hotel manager? And so I got to be a hotel manager for the day. So now imagine students that maybe more than a day, right? I only saw sort of a sliver into those professions. A student has the opportunity with an internship to really explore and understand it, see the day in, day out, see the different seasons in some cases where you get those really busy times and maybe some of those lulls and what you do during that time. And then also get to watch potential mentors in those fields and build some pre-profession uh, relationships. So when we think about the world we're in right now, and we know that we're being asked to keep our distance, or maybe we need to for, for health reasons as well, thinking about how can a student still have those meaningful opportunities that will really help them to make decisions as they think about college or even career pieces before or after the college placement. And so we were very excited to come across a company called Virtual Internships, who we have partnered with to provide an opportunity for students to think about broadening that exposure to try dabbling. It doesn't have to be that I pick the career that I'm necessarily set on. So I know that myself, for example, I knew I wanted to be, wanted to be an educator. There's so much in the field of education to explore. And so being able to try out those different pieces. When students say to me, I'm going to be an engineer, my first response is, tell me what you know about engineering to understand it's a huge field, for example, right? Or I'm going into business. Excellent. Tell me what it is that you like or know about business or what have you seen or heard to start to get a sense of those particular areas within those fields. And an internship is a great opportunity for students to dabble in that space. And now that we have wonderful technology to support it, and we have companies that are also going virtual, their staff are not coming necessarily to an office space every day, but they've made their, their work go more flexible to that online space that they can bring in young individuals who are wanting that experience and exposure, and they're, I think, more open and receptive to it and can keep them busy. Amazing opportunity for our teens. It's an area too, especially as a homeschool mama of teens, <laughs> I see the absolute necessity for doing something along these lines. So I have six children of my own and the four oldest ones have actually gone through all of this. They've graduated and gone on to college and they're, you know, one of them is in her perspective career. But I found that this is so very helpful. Like you said, just allowing them to narrow down their interests or even discover a specific niche that they want to get involved in, in you know, the broader scope of an interest that they have. Definitely, I see how handy and helpful it can be, actually life-changing. So you mentioned the partnership that you've established with virtual internships. So I'm now very curious, obviously, because this is what we need right now, we can't really do in-person internships, or at least a lot of businesses are like you said, they're working remote, so they're having difficulty even, you know, accommodating, uh, even if they wanted to. <laughs> so how does this work? Guessing that it's obviously virtually done, can you explain to us the process and how this works for our teenagers? Absolutely. 
So in terms of the experience, students first have an opportunity to think about those fields that they're passionate or interested in, and they can have more than one field that they select. So fields can be as broad as, we mentioned business and engineering. We think about the health sciences, pharmaceutical, creative, design, architectural, urban planning, even students that are interested in philanthropic philanthropic work have an opportunity to see what that is, to understand that more. Students that are interested in communication, for example, a lot of different options when it comes to media and communications and marketing too. So the first piece is identifying those areas of interest. And then it comes down to a student thinking about what kind of a time commitment might I be interested in? Am I interested in something that is a shorter period of time concentrated amount of time in that in that block or am I looking for something that spans a larger amount of time with not as much commitment throughout each week or each month so our internship opportunity that we have established will be anywhere from one to three months thinking that on average 20 to 30 hours per week a student might be doing their internship work and again that varies based on the more time calendar wise, the less hours per week is the way that we have it structured. So that it also couples nicely with students academics because we are mindful of wanting to keep them moving forward with that and extracurricular passions and pursuits. We want to make sure that they're getting an opportunity to keep those avenues of their life going. And it's always really important to still be a child or a kid, regardless of that age, right? We want to make sure they have that time for, for family and friends. So in terms of passion first, amount of time, and then they have an option. And what we really liked about virtual internship was the opportunity for students to select internships globally. So as a school with students in all 50 states and over 100 countries around the world, it was important to us that our students could see themselves in companies, not just down the street. And I think that's a, a defining change when we think about internships, that it was always when I was working, particularly in, a, in an on-site school setting, it was, okay, I know I've got this business around the corner and I have a friend who works here. Now we're able to really think about what are those companies and businesses, especially startups, right? Companies that are new in emerging areas or fields or just new to their space in the marketplace, who are looking for individuals who I want to try this. I want to see, I want to make my voice heard. I want to be seen as someone who's eager to learn that they're welcoming these interns into their office spaces, their virtual office spaces, that they're then able to be to get that exposure, be seen and be heard and, and to try it out. Uh, there's opportunities for students so the time zone is a little bit interesting when we think about those opportunities, right? So um, I myself am a night owl, so I might be one of those students who would be looking for a time later in the evening versus others who are looking for those morning hours. And that's something that they can, they can spell out based on their availability as well. Uh, virtual internships also has partners with uh, domestic markets and, and entities too. So then once those pieces are established and there's a matching process that will happen, the students are identified. And one of the things that we really loved about our partnership with uh, virtual internships was that there's support and mentorship for the students. And I think that when we think about going to a space as a parent, I want to make sure that my child has someone there, someone that is going to make sure that my child is getting pulled to those meetings they're supposed to because they could get really engrossed in something or maybe we're still working to 
to be accountable to a schedule and the idea of being in a workplace, who's going to make sure he's still not in the mailroom or she's not, you know, over making copies still and this is a key meeting, right? So there is this idea that there's someone accountable for the student and in the virtual space that is still there. There is absolutely a person that is that go-to for the student that has been identified through the partnership with the specific company that is making sure not only that the student is getting their internist, is getting the information that they need, but is where they need to be and that what they're producing, the work that they're doing, their contributions are what they need to be, giving important, critical, but also growth um, feedback and, and praise as needed too. So they're trained as well to be the mentors. And then there's support for the students from virtual internships as a company, which we also really appreciated, that there's conversations about what does it mean to be someone who's doing an intern? What does it mean to go to a workplace? I think about those conversations that I used to have with students before they would start like a job shadow experience of how are you going to dress? What are you taking with you? All of those pieces, virtual internships has included into the programming that our students will be receiving to think about that it's not that I just show up in a baseball cap, even though I'm with you, right? How I'm dressed, how I'm behaving, my body language on camera in a virtual setting is just as important, if not almost more important than how I was if I was sitting in a meeting space, maybe behind someone or beside someone. So they've really considered a lot of the angles that I think have, have helped when we think about how do we make this shift from on-site to online? I am very impressed. I really like how they've got the component of support just mixed in with all of the internship aspects. As we as parents end up doing a lot of, well, I have with my own children, I've had to do those things like ask them about, do you, have you thought about what you're going to wear today? <laughs> do you know how you're going to act when, when you're asked these questions? And so that's very, that's very interesting. I like that component that they've added that in. And then questions kind of like following up. I feel like that is just huge for helping uh, these teenagers grow and learn through the internship. I really yeah, like there's that. Also there's also pieces if I can add on some other components. So when we think about like also being in there and how it's going. So sometimes there's not a map. Sometimes it doesn't work out. Right. And so making sure that there's opportunities for the student to say this isn't working or it's not what I want. And then what are those options to reassess and regroup? The other piece that I personally liked thinking about our students professionally, the track that they're going, why they're doing this it might be in part to help make that decision of what they like. In other cases, it might be, I'm ready to start networking. I wanna find those potential employers that are out there. So they're also talking about how do I market myself? How do I almost uh, start with those LinkedIn profile pieces, right? Those, those important things that we think professionally that students, particularly in high school, may or may not be aware of that they can start doing as young as they are now. Right. And that's amazing. So that's something that I, I always encouraged my children, you know, these experiences, even as you said, if the internship doesn't work out, it's not wasted time because you have answers. Now you have solid information about what you don't feel as a fit. So um, either way, it's definitely helpful. And then I liked what you said about helping them to go on to that next step, because that's the other side of this whole thing. Um, for example, I know a young man who did an internship with a company and actually got a job because of the internship and he is to this day 
with that same company. So this leads into sometimes permanent employment. It is, especially when we think about that virtual internships is looking at established companies. They're also looking at startup companies who are needing not just the man force to get the job done, but are, are open to and looking for those ideas and opinions across generations. And so I think having our current Gen Z students who are coming out eager and ready to make a difference, the studies on Generation Z says they wanna make a real difference and contribution to society. And they're looking for meaningful, authentic ways to do that, that that match with companies with that same kind of uh, leadership thought behind and, and action and mission is, is a nice match. What ages do you usually start this process with? Great question. So at Laurel Springs, we have students in kindergarten through 12th grade, and then we have a PG program, postgraduate program, that takes students who have graduated high school, have that diploma, who have not yet started college. We have a semester or full year PG program available for them to allow them to explore those passions and interests in an academic way. So there's a coupling with classes and experiential learning, which is where our virtual internship comes in. We do have students in our K-12, predominantly our upper school program, who are seeking those internships some of them on their own or in consultation with their college counselor, figuring out options that might be available to them. And then we're able to give them credit depending on the work that they're doing and the process that they go through as a part of that as elective credit. In the postgraduate or PG space, we have students who are doing this formal internship model that I was speaking to you of uh, that we're, we're excited to have for our students. Well, that's nice. It's a flexible options then they can do it somewhat in high school and then in the postgraduate. Very nice. More formally, correct. Yeah. Yes. And so with that, for the postgraduate area, does that translate to college credit or does that just translate to more experience like on a resume? How does that look for them once they accomplish that? So it's going to be twofold. One, we will consider it credit. So we're looking for them to complete so many hours, which is included in that planning process of what they're looking for. So a student who's interested in our postgraduate program before they enroll has an intensive conversation with one of our PG counselors to talk about those areas of interest, passions, what their plans are, as they move forward since graduating, where they're looking to go, maybe they've applied to college and they're deferring, maybe they're still considering those options, they're currently working and wanting to keep that academic piece. We have a lot of pre-professional students in the arts and sports who are looking to keep the academic component while they're also doing their other pursuits or passions. And so this opportunity is a nice blend for them. And so with the internship piece, being able to fall in over top of that, it gives them the work experience as well. So we've got that as credit towards the PG certificate that we offer. And then, as you were saying, absolutely something to put on their resume as well. That sounds wonderful. I know um, my teenagers have asked me these questions as well. So mom, if we're going to do this, what do we get? Oh, how does that look for us? What is What benefit is it? That is definitely a Gen Z question. <laughs> how can I help? What can I do? And what am I going to get? How do I grow? What are, what are the benefits? Absolutely. Yes. As we kind of wrap this up today, do you have any words of encouragement for our listeners, for homeschool mamas, daddies who are really trying to help steer their teens and give them direction and even possibly get them involved in internships? 
maybe even with the virtual internship program that Laurel Springs has? Yeah, absolutely. So I would consider that we have to think about the world that we live in right now as it's definitely putting up some barriers, but not complete cuts, right? That we can still be looking at ways to accomplish our goals. Um, it may not be that we can physically go on site to participate with X, Y, and Z company, the job shadowing I was describing, still connecting with those neighbors and friends who work in X, Y, and Z companies and saying, hey, can my student join in on a Zoom call? What can they get involved in? Can they come and see or can you shadow for them? But that's that great level, I would say for sure, for middle school and even lower upper school students. And then as students are getting older, there are companies that that are looking for, especially in this financial climate that we're living in with different cuts that companies are experiencing, they're looking for manpower. And so students that are saying, hey, I have these skill sets. How can I help your company? What could I do? I'm not necessarily wanting to be paid for it. I, I want the exposure and experience and putting themselves out there showing their, their capabilities. Our students right now are learning a lot about Zoom classrooms and other platforms and learning to communicate in this space. And so I think putting those writing skills and video skills to work to be able to say, I can do this, what are my options? And looking at programs like Laurel Springs, we're really excited for our full-time students to offer these opportunities. And then thinking about even that, that space after graduating, that it may not be right for a student to transition right away to college or they're looking or considering their options. I hear a lot from students, not only with COVID related concerns, but also financial related concerns, the cost of academics these days and thinking about, I'm not sure what to do, but I want to keep my academic studies moving on. Our postgraduate program does involve or does include, I should say, dual enrollment courses. So that college level coursework that students could have. So looking at opportunities and thinking about as homeschool parents do, I know lots of different pieces that we pull together that are going to give our students those, those best opportunities. Great words of advice. Thank you so much, Jane. Well, we want to thank you for joining us today and sharing with us about virtual internships. It has definitely been enlightening. And I personally appreciate it since I have students in this age level. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Jamie. My pleasure. Thanks. And I want to thank our listeners for tuning in this week. You can find our podcast on our site, homeschool.com, or on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please take a minute to follow our Homeschooling and Loving It podcast series. Every other Thursday, you'll get a new podcast with great information about specific areas of homeschooling or parenting. So we are here to help and inspire you our fellow homeschoolers. So if you have a topic or a suggestion that you would love for us to cover, please email me at jamie.gaddy at homeschool.com. And don't forget to join us for our upcoming episodes on homeschooling high school. If you are interested in more high school homeschooling information, please be sure to visit homeschool.com under the Getting Started menu option. We've recently merged with Let's Homeschool High School and there are some amazing new free resources that you will want to check out. Until next time, as we homeschool together, I wish you grace and joy, Jamie.